0: So I think I'm going to shock a lot of people with my number one.
1: Ben's going to shock the world. Ben's going Will Webbs.
0: No, I'm going CJ Stroud as my number one. Interesting. Uh, so CJ has the size. He's six six three six four. He's bigger. Uh, has good has a good throwing arm. Uh, the one talent that he hasn't really shown in college is that his running ability. He can run. Uh, I think. If teams can really unlock that, uh, I think uh, he'll actually be a really good quarterback.
1: Welcome back to another episode of From the Rafters Podcast. Your hosts, Connor Mahoney, Jake Lane, and Ben Bailey. Episodes release every Wednesday at 11 Eastern Time and are available on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters.
0: Welcome back to From the Rafters. Joined here, you know, Ben Bailey with Connor Mahoney and Jake Lane uh, coming off a divisional week. Um, no really shocker games out there. Uh, I would say the one big L would be uh, the Bills. But, you know, what do you expect when you have Josh Allen running your team, as Jake Lane would probably say? Uh, anyways, let's let's get into the NFC divisional round. Uh, first game was, uh, who, what was the first? Wow, Brandon veteran really brought the heat there. Hey, there we go. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs and Jags. Chiefs and Jags. Uh, shocked that it was kept close, but no shocker in the fact that the Jags did lose. They have a good young group there. Uh, uh, yeah, and Trevor Lawrence, I think, uh, after his, like, bad middle part, like, middle part of the season... Really showed his promise. What? He really showed his promise. Uh, and, you know, Patrick Mahomes showed up as Patrick
1: Mahomes does, you know, best quarterback in the league. This game on Saturday was uh, an NFC showdown. The Eagles played the Giants in Philly, the Link. Uh, fight game. I think the Eagles won 38 to 7. 37? 37? 38 yeah. to 30. 38 to 30. Oh. 38 to seven, yeah. You Vikings fans out there, you remember that score? Score! Sorry, I was too uh, excited about that. So yeah, I mean, no surprise, no surprise. 38 to seven.
0: I thought it was going to be close, to all Whatever. But I thought, I thought Philly was going to win the game.
2: Like there was a lot of people that thought the Giants were going to go in to Philadelphia and in a. In a playoff game, at Philadelphia, and I'll say that again: what? Well, you don't want to play in Philly. I want to play in Philly; it'd be fun.
0: What? Like to steal from their own players that over there in Philly?
2: Yeah, the Kia stolen by CJ Gardner stole CJ Gardner Johnson's car has been stolen. Good. I'm gonna be biased about it, but I think everybody can say that they looked good after blowing out a team by 31 points. Next game, um, Bengals and Bills. A lot of people saw as a surprise. I thought the Bengals were going to win, but not by um, as much as they did. But um, Joe Burrow played well. He was poised, um, showed that he deserved to be there, that team deserved to be there. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, we said it again, like, he isn't as good as people think he is.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought going into it that the Bills might super- like win it. I think I said it last week that the Bills were going to win it. But, I i mean, seeing from this Bengals team this year and then last year, Joey B knows how to play in the playoffs, and that team knows how to win in the playoffs. And uh, I don't think, um, isn't it Taylor, their head coach? Yeah, Zach. Yeah, Zach Taylor doesn't get enough love. Over there, no one talks about him that much, and he's really, you know, helped them win a lot in the last two years. After two years of not winning at all, I think winning five games the two years prior to the last two. So think, uh, think it's been. I mean, Bengals have been good. Who day? Who day? Indeed.
1: Anything? You got anything on your boy Josh Allen, Jake? No, I don't got nothing on those teams. I wanted both of them to lose. They someone had to win. Happy was it. You don't know want the Bengals to win? No. Why? I Didn't want the Bengals to win 'cause they're like they're like the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. They haven't won anything. I mean they got to the Super Bowl I guess, but like they're not a dynasty two team or nothing. They just win they won some playoff games. They're very cocky. I don't appreciate it. I feel like cocky centers at Eli Apple and the rest of the team. Like, every team's got team that
2: cocky cocky. The whole team is. Every one of those. I like to say they got a swagger to them, and I think a lot of people like. All right, well, one team I don't like either is the Dallas Cowboys, and you've lost again um, to the 49ers, 19-12. to Big defensive battle there by both teams. I mean, Brock Purdy's continuing to win, but you have to give a lot of credit to that 49ers defense.
1: I mean, Dak played bad again. Two I mean, interceptions. I didn't realize how good the Cowboys defense had played. They were talking about it this morning. They played, like, top. like that was I mean, what was the score? Right, what did you just say? It's 19-12. I mean, that's a pretty good defensive game for the highest scoring
2: offense in the league. And it was, it was a bunch of field goals and a touchdown for the 49ers. I mean, they kept them out of the end zone. Four field goals. Except for one time. So there's not much more you could ask from your defense against a team with Brock Purdy's that scored over 35 points per game. Like, they did their job, and then some.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the better team just won it in the fourth quarter. I think it was 12-9 to 9 going into the fourth quarter, and then almost, I forget
1: about what time they scored the touchdown, but you could tell. I don't think the better team won the game. I think this is, I think the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, and the Cowboys players are going to look back at this one like this is our shot. That was the shot. Like that this is the this was the the Cowboys team though. If there was one that was gonna beat teams and go in these last few years and that they've been at least relevant, this is probably the one. I don't see them getting much better, like going forward. Who do we see them losing this last season? Uh Cooper Rush is a free agent. So I still not have him anymore. Isn't Tony Pollard going to be a Tony free Tony Pollard's agent? a free agent, but they'll probably bring him back because he's our Show the Show to So, yeah, they're in trouble.
2: Oh, yeah, and if you saw it better when 72K, yeah, he goes to our uh, university. We found that out on social media, but Cam- I can't know if you knew that, Ben. Shout out
1: Cameron Craig for winning 72K. Oh, he dollar. Yeah, that was in the yeah. yeah. City Housing here. Ben- That's crazy. Ben's finding out right now. Cameron Craig, congrats on winning $72,000 off of big. $5 bet. Free $5 bet, too.
2: <laughs> FanDuel's going to wish they had that bet back.
0: I like how there's people online saying how that's not life-changing money. Like, I don't know, but it really got on my nerves. Like, now he could pay off all of his student debts and stuff like that, and people were like, that's not, like, they you didn't want it. But, yeah, good for him.
2: Yeah. So, um, what matchup, eh, we'll get into that later, but what team surprised you the most from this weekend?
0: Bangles. Actually let's fall back on that. Bills with how bad they played. But like not scoring. They didn't turn over the ball though. But they just didn't score and when you have that good of a... And like you saw them fighting on the sideline.
1: Well, yeah, in the fourth quarter though. Like, when... But I mean still. at that point you want to win game then you're out. Nothing's going right. I don't know. I wasn't really that surprised by them. Um You know Josh Allen's a little bit overrated but um you know uh, my surpriser was Dallas. I was surprised how flat out they came, how flat out their their offense played. You know, just I thought they would have played better, especially after playing San Francisco in the playoffs last year, and playing so well against Tampa last week. It was literally set up the exact same set up
0: yep. as last year, the way that they um came down to the very end last play. Except for this time, they picked one of the worst plays to ever run. Flashback spent? Been- Flashbacks to Pat McAfee and against the Patriots. I don't know why. Well, Pat McAfee was
2: like, "Our play was not supposed to happen," is what he said.
0: He, the story is, is they were not supposed to hike the ball, and uh, before they ran out, Chuck Pagano was like, mm, "You should, you should hike it." <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, it was a bad play. Um, I'm sure. Uh, Zeke was Zeke was supposed to be involved in that play somehow, and he got put on his butt almost immediately. So
2: yeah, I don't think he has a future uh, being a center and O lineman. So might have to stick to running back.
0: He is as big as of, of those
2: guys. Yeah, but not as strong as them. Those guys are o lines. O line's a different beast. I think uh, people have figured out. Yes. Ben as a high school lineman. Oh yeah. Um. So. With those games, um, we'll stick with football. A lot of coaching um, stuff, nothing major has happened, just a lot of interviews for the Colts, basically going to interview every defensive and offensive coordinator there is in the NFL.
0: Yeah, uh, I think they're up to 14. 14? 14? Interviews 10. Oh, Colts. Yeah. I think the Colts are at 14 interviews right now so far. Uh, one of the highest candidates, not even just for uh, the Colts position, but for other places. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, said he's coming back. He's going to still be the OC for the Lions. Uh, a lot of person, after a big person coming in after this week uh, is D'Amico Ryans for a lot of places. Defensive coordinator for uh, San Fran especially with how well that defense has played underneath him. I think he's been there for the last three years.
2: Yeah, I think they, they talked about before the game he had to cancel. I think he canceled on the Colts. but yeah. he tra- He's going to reschedule because he wanted to focus on the game, though, which is what you want from your coach. Like He's focused on the job he has to do right now. So, I mean, I don't think that looks— I mean, if somebody thinks that looks bad for him turning down an interview, that no- makes him look even better.
0: Yeah, right now for the Colts, I only have two candidates in mind that I would want— if it's not those two, then I'd be upset and it's Shane Steichen, the host CEO at for the Philly Philadelphia Eagles and Damico Ryans from the Forty ers I don't think I don't know why Jeff Saturday is getting his second interview. He shouldn't. He's the lame candidate. Yeah, he is. If I you will, want to bet on it, you'll lose money.
2: <laughs> I will literally troll the Colts until he gets fired. If they hire Jeff Saturday as their coach.
0: Then Dan Quinn,
1: is the fourth guy. Dan Quinn. I saw that. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what the culture are going to do. It's tough. It is a tough position
0: that they're in. And
1: There's a pretty easy decision to be made. You hire anybody but Jeff Saturday. Yeah. You hire somebody with experience. See,
2: yeah. it's like... Not, co- not head coaching. It's not head coaching, but coaching in the NFL other than just a small little interim stint. That's why a big thing on your resume is that people look at is your experience.
0: Yeah, and, um another big news in the coaching world is Sean Payton got his second interview in Denver. People are putting him as the top candidate there. But the problem is, is they have to give up draft draft capital to get him. So, that's the main thing. With that, I mean, I haven't heard anything from
1: Carolina. Carolina's out on Sean Payne, I think. Yeah, but I'm talking
0: about other candidates for well,
1: them. Yeah, who who they're all interviewing.
0: Huh. It'll be interesting. Uh, a lot of those head coaching jobs will come out in the next uh, two weeks and we'll have those for you, but those are just the interviewees right now and the top uh,
1: top candidates for each job. Yeah. Ten, ten offensive coordinator jobs open as well. That is a lot. That's a lot to fill. Next we got is um, some upsets
2: for college basketball. Me and Ben both got our college basketball pick, right? I thought you got
0: Mizzou lost. I thought they won. No, they got destroyed by Arkansas. They beat, I mean, they got destroyed by Alabama. They beat Arkansas. Oh, you
2: bet the Alabama one? Yeah. Oh, I thought you bet the Arkansas one. I took Michigan State over Rutgers. I mean, not that big of an upset, but still an upset. Um I got mine going into next week, well not next week, but actually tomorrow at six thirty uh Yukon is favored to beat Xavier um even though Yukon's nineteen and Xavier's thirteen um seven and a half spread for UConn. I might be missing an injury or something that's happened to Xavier, but i'm I'm rocking with Xavier I mean I got some bias towards him, but um they had a tough loss to Depaul depaul's not top that big of a program so um, around 500 teams. That's a big loss for him, but they've been on a streak before that. All
1: right, you said Xavier's ranked higher than UConn or no? Yeah. Then I don't know if that's a real... I mean, it's an upset in ESPN's... I don't know. I, don't, I think you got to go somewhere else with that because it's not really an upset. They're ranked higher. All right. All right, fair enough. I'll look for a new one. But, but in terms of prediction, that's an upset. But in terms of the top 25... I feel like we're going to go somewhere else.
0: I got got one uh, on Thursday night at uh, 9 p.m. Oh, no. I wanted to take that one. I wanted to take that one. I was going to be UCLA. That's what I got. Oh, I'm going to take
2: Michigan to beat Purdue. Big upset. At Michigan, Purdue's back to the number one seed. The number one seed's been flip-flopping. Never know.
1: Carter has no inside information. Absolutely no inside information in that game. This year, and how bad Michigan has been. He's just. They just have Hunter just jumping into this. Hunter Dickinson. That's all they got. Whatever he thinks. Um, I guess I could throw one out. Yeah. I'll go. There's no good games. We guys got to do it before next. Now. Uh, I'll go. If there's any games on Monday, you could take a Monday game. I'll take a side of the game. I like Cincinnati to beat Houston. That's a big one. I like it. Isn't cause Houston's at home for that one. I like Cincinnati to beat Houston. Rob Fantasy returns Houston. Your for, for, for return. <laughs> but Rob Fantasy makes a big game, has a big game against them. So yeah. Um I use getting hot. I use getting hot. Yes. That's what we needed to talk about. Boiler up. Nice. I think you flip-flop. I didn't flip-flop. I know him. you didn't but... Who's yours? <laughs> that's awfully bold for a team. IU. you. That's awfully bold for a team that's the last six games, four conference games, four and four in conference play. We're just talking Don't about how they're cleaning it up. Our state. Boy, we're up. It's just, it's, I mean, I've said it. I mean, they're going to be a good team when they're hot, but, like, this next month will really show because they play Purdue. Purdue plays four teams in the next four games um, that are in the top seven of the Big Ten. So, see how they go through that gauntlet. Um, talk about Kansas. They've lost three straight. Fakers, <laughs> not that good.
2: I mean, and I mean they're at. They lost two games and they still only put them at nine. I want to think they should have dropped more, but I know it's been against ranked opponents. But, and then Virginia Tech beat Duke last night, but Duke's been. Off and on the whole thing. Was Duke league. ranked?
1: Duke wasn't ranked. Did they get back ranked or not? They, they were not ranked. Last night. I didn't think so. I didn't think they were that good. But they were. Stakes at Purdue because they beat them. But yeah, the Big Ten's going to come down to IU and Purdue. I mean, you're not going to be I don't know how you You're start. not going to say Rutgers? Rutgers not in it? Rutgers are not in it. Rutgers. Even though they beat Purdue. Okay, Purdue. on
2: never doc. I'm not gonna complain. Every all comes out of Indiana. There's a reason. There's a reason stuff basketball starts in Indiana. So, um, Ben has now um elected for his own little segment here as yeah, we get closer
1: to the draft of this. We've got eleven. We got eleven weeks of draft coverage, so we'll just go by position. This is gonna be fun. I'm excited to do this. So yeah, Ben.
0: Yeah, you guys can have your say your little thing here um so of course we gotta start off with quarterbacks uh for each position group uh, i'm doing top five in my personal opinion kind of like mel kyber unless mel i mean except mel kyber really misses on his top fives yeah well i hit i only hit um so I think I'm going to shock a lot of people with my number one.
1: Ben's going to shock the world. Ben's going Will Webs.
0: No, I'm going CJ Stroud as my number one. Interesting. Uh, so, so CJ has the size. He's six six three six four. He's bigger. Uh, has good has a good throwing arm. Uh, the one talent that he hasn't really showed in college is that his running ability. He can run. Uh, I think. If teams can really unlock that, uh, I think, uh, he'll actually be a really good quarterback in the comp. Uh, you know, doesn't have the winning forte as him coming out of, uh, college, but, uh, I think, uh, kind of like a Joey B, you know? Tan Run didn't really show it that much, but he can throw.
1: Oh, I don't like this, man. Um... A for effort on that one. I'm going to call him a lesser Justin Fields. Can't run as good. Always with Justin
2: Fields. Man. He don't, you don't have to bring him into every conversation. Stop it. You, any chance you have to bring Justin Fields in. I've had this conversation about CJ Stroud multiple times. Just because
1: Fields would the Ohio State. Too. And has done everything better than him. Everything better than him. He's be- He is, I just said, a lesser Justin Fields. He can't run as good. The arm. You have to give him a person that and he's like. He he reminds me of Justin Fields, just not there, you know. Could be. His arm is just as big. It's not really, I mean, I that wasn't a shot at C.J. Stroud at all. I it just, it'll feel like, I mean, if I was Stroud, I would have felt attacked, I'm just saying. Justin Fields would be the number one quarterback coming out of this draft if C.J. Stroud was there. And that's not debatable.
0: Anyways, my number two is Bryce Young. Those two are the top two on everyone's boards. Uh Bryce Young. Uh very much reminds me of a I will say his player comp almost immediately, and I will keep this as his player comp till he is, till the end of his career. He reminds me a lot of Kyler Murray. Smaller Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's who I'd say here. He's six foot. I think he weighs like two hundred pounds, maybe one ninety five, can run, gets out of the pocket, knows how to Knows how to make plays, has a good arm, but I don't know how that's gonna transfer to the NFL because he is six foot. And I mean, if you're an offensive lineman in the six, I mean, in the NFL, you're at least six five. Yeah. So it is gonna be harder for him to see over the line, but it helps out when you can run like he can. So uh, Kyler Murray is my player comp, and I think because of his size, he loses out to Shroud.
1: I agree with that. Okay, I think I think the sizes is the only downfall. I think it will will be, uh, I think that's... yeah, fair. that's one. Who's three? Three. I got Will
0: Levis. Will Levis. Uh, this is this is his player comp for me is him coming out of college, not right now, but him coming out of college reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. Josh Allen coming out of college turned yeah. over the ball a lot, but had a crazy arm. Same with Will Levis. Will Levis can throw the ball easily six sixty plus yards. And in last year's draft, uh, we went to the uh, combine. Those guys couldn't throw sixty yards. Oh. And it was bad. Those guys couldn't throw the ball at all. Uh but uh, you could uh I mean you could see it. He can throw the ball really well, but he misses reads a lot and he and it looks like he just I think it's very like, raw. Yeah, it's it's, one of those people that you're gonna have to take a little bit to Teach him how to read uh, yeah. defenses because it looks like when he's in some some of the film that I watched him in it, he could not read a defense and that was bad. It was bad.
1: Very raw talent there with Will Levis. Yeah, I think he could be something. I said he's going to be end up being the best quarterback to come out of this draft, but right now I don't think so. Like right now, right now he's obviously not as polished as the other two that you ranked ahead of him, but I think he has the potential to be better than them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would put him at seven going to Oakland. Oakland. I would do that. Las Vegas small.
1: Yeah, Las Vegas.
0: Four. Four, uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, again, not what he is right now, but what he was coming out of college. Kind of reminds me of uh, Patrick Mahomes. He had to take a year to get him because he has a lot of raw potential, a lot of raw talent, but he just does not have what? The top three guys have the top three guys. You could make like you could make a case for Levis starting, but the top three guys are gonna start for the teams that they're drafted by. Richardson is going to have to take a year
1: at, at least a year. Let's see forced in, and then that probably won't be great. Well, little Dag Malik Willis. Ugh, that's a nasty situation in Tennessee too. He will
0: he will have to take a year uh to really learn how the games played.
1: How did he declare? Uh
0: how to really uh lead a locker room. I think that's a big one, especially for the younger guys coming out of this draft. Um but yeah, I think I think he's gonna be a good quarterback. It's just how can he develop in the NFL? Cool. But and finally a number five, there's a lot of talk at uh, different uh spots. Uh he definitely would have been probably higher than Anthony Richardson if he didn't get injured, but Hinden Hooker. At five, he's probably going to be a second-round, third-round talent because he tore his ACL. And he's 25. And he is 25, but he does have very good arm strength and can extend plays very well. Would not be a bad backup at all, for, especially if you're going to pick him at, in the third round. That would be a great ba- backup to have. Um, I mean, you saw when he was playing for Tennessee, they were, they were unbeatable, and then when he went out, they they started to lose. So, uh, yeah, that's my top five, and we'll get to top five running to have honorable mentions. Uh, Tanner McKee out of Stanford, but he only has arm talent, and he's. I don't know if he's going to be anything, but yeah, Tanner McKee. So you put those guys all above
1: Stetson Bennett? Stetson Bennett's not going to be anything in the NFL. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't. He wouldn't even like him in this city. You think. Because he throws slants to five star. Receivers. Fair enough. And to <laughs> That was this week's Ben's top five at the quarterback.
0: Next week, running backs.
1: Running backs next week. Look, Look out. Look Um. Yep. What else? We got
0: NFC, AFC, or are we talking basketball?
2: Uh, let's get some NBA. Um, Pacers are on a losing streak right now. Need Tyrese Halliburton back bad, um, and if you didn't think he was an all-star, um, just look at their last uh, six or seven games without him. I mean, the team can't, can't win without him, plain and simple.
1: you saying he's not a... I'm not saying nothing. I think we're wild. we wild. from Ireland. The Bulls are on a three-game win streak. They're hot. I could see them losing this game tonight, but they're balling right now. Crazy thing coming for that eighth seed. I think is, like,
2: the Pacers have lost so many games, but they're still number nine seed at the moment. So a lot of Pacers fans feel like all hope is lost in the season.
1: We're still there. I mean, if it it depends on how quick Tyrese comes back. Yeah, if you can get Tyrese back beginning of February here, then... It depends on how well they compete down the
0: stretch. I think you... So it's trade deadline time. I think you got to make a trade if you're the Pacers. There's a get so there will. There's a mystery
1: team involved with OG uh in an OB right now. I think you bring an OG good defender. I, I yeah, would f- say they're either going to make a move that's some like bench piece or they're not going to make any moves at all.
0: I also heard OB OB Toppin.
1: Really? I
0: don't know what I don't know if I really. Was averaging 15 points per game which I was, well. Who would you take who would you replace with him? So, who would you It's the same thing with OG Whoever gets that, whoever we trade for OB or OG will take over power forward. Who's starting power forward right now? Tell lads. Aaron. Aaron Neesmith, but I would just move okay. Neesmith to small forward. And then have Buddy at shooting guard. Entire- and Tyrese. at point guard. And then you move Nimhard hard to the bench.
2: I think if you could have Neesmith at small forward and have... Uh, OG at power forward, like the defense of the Pacers is gonna sign you got you got Nismith, OG and Turner. Assuming Turner's not involved. You
0: have Nimhard who's also really good defensively coming off the bench. And most likely you'll have Isaiah Jackson being your starting center who's another good blocker.
2: Yeah. And then offensively you got Buddy who can shoot lights out. You're struggling right now without Tyrese and then I mean Benedict's just a stud. Ben, he's just a stud. Like, look out for him.
0: I think be, I think it'll be interesting to see what the Bulls do because they're kind of in a situation to where, like, do you trade for anyone?
1: I think the Bulls are are right now. I mean, they've been winning games lately. I mean, games lately. I think
2: if this year if they don't make it out of that first round, then it's time to start asking some questions. I
1: mean, I mean, they've got Demar, and he's thirty something. They've got Vooch. is like thirty four something. I don't think he's that old. I could have swore he's... I thought he was around 30. Yeah, I think he's like 30. He honestly can't be any older than that. Anybody got his age? 80, 32. 32. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. I mean, I don't know. I think the Bulls are in a are in better position than they were a month ago. Clearly, when they came together and talked some issues out, that would have spark under Zach Levine, who was... Right there in first and first in some statistics since November's points per games are up. Points per game are up. He's playing very well. Um, I don't know how, who's going to. Con- I mean, they played very well against Atlanta last night. And Atlanta's not a team that's just no no one, you know. And uh, I think if DeMar and Zach get going tonight, 20 apiece, I think the Bulls will win the game. Convincing.
2: Different I mean, stuff. Zach Levine will play well against the Pacers. He always plays well against the Pacers, so I don't think you have to worry about him. With
0: the Mark, those game like winners against us.
2: Yeah, but the there's too much talent on that Bulls team to not compete.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, they are competing. They are gonna get.
2: I mean, but sitting at the ten right
1: now is concerning. Isn't it only though? Because like, think. I mean, every. I mean, I think should not swear they, are? they are. I think the East are very is very the East is yeah the East is the best conference the Bulls aren't obvious I mean think about the teams in front of them right now at the Pacers the Pacers which have played well I mean Bucks the Buck the Bulls are not better than the Bucks the Bulls aren't better than the Celtics like the teams that are ahead of them the Bulls the Knicks and the Hawks are two that um that are just like they're playing well but I wouldn't say the Bulls are built better than the Hawks right now. I don't know who the Knicks have. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. The Bulls couldn't be a better team. Miami is playing better lately. I mean, he's pretty tired of the East. I think it'll be a good playoff no matter what he makes it. Who doesn't? I mean, Golden State is 10 as well. Like, it's not really that. I don't think it says that much, especially at this point in the season. We'll see what they do, though. Playing should be fun
0: this year. Like other years.
2: Yeah, it'll be most likely, especially in the East. Two good teams will go. Four good teams will go against each other in that plan. So, Shoot. um, wrapping up the episode, um, we'll talk. We're gonna talk a little bit about these uh, championship games. We got got two of them, of course. Um, just like to say, uh, we predicted the our playoff bracket for the, um, playoffs the start. Um, I've not missed a game, so. Uh, my predictions for these last few games here might want to pay attention to. I might be jinxing myself, but corrected the whole playoffs right now. So, you know, there's all there's only three games left, but um, first game, um, I believe, is the Eagles game. Yep, 49ers at the Eagles. Eagles go in as a two-and-a-half game favorite at home. Um, probably of the NFL not to make it another night game for Philly, but, um, hurts going up against Brock Purdy, uh, two quarterbacks that one quarterback, it only took him one year and another took him two years as a starter to make it to the conference championship. And sometimes it takes other quarterbacks a lot longer, but, um, yeah. So Eagles 49ers, what do you guys, what do you guys got before my bias opinion comes into talk?
0: Uh, Because uh, the 49ers most likely are going to be relying on run game this week. Uh, I think uh, Eagles win because of their run defense. Uh, And also, you know, getting a guy, going up against a guy that was Mr. Irrelevant. You get him in tough situations where he has to make the play. Especially with the secondary they have. I feel like they could force some key turnovers. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think the forty ers have played out of their mind, but I think Philly edges them out.
1: I'm just gonna say Philly's gonna win so we can avoid the tension. Um I don't like I don't like that Brock Purdy thing though. No? I mean he's played well for almost No,
0: he hasn't played bad, but I'm just saying that if you get a if you get a rookie and especially on or, in a way game I agree with that much pressure, if we get him in tough situations.
2: And I think Dallas. I think Dallas got him in a tough situation. They only put up 19. Just Dallas offense, did but Dallas not play well. I mean, Dallas is a top three defense in the league as well. Um, I mean, I would argue the Eagles is a top five defense in the league as well. So I mean, and there's the one. that. D that D line for the Eagles hold uh, has the most sacks in the NFL. So I mean, it's a Pissan Reddick's been an absolute nightmare for O lines to have to go against. So. That's, I mean, we'll see that oh, that D-line can get...
0: What your oh. honest opinion? Do you really think Philly are... Because it doesn't matter what, if it's I mentioned, mean, but I want to hear your truthful statement.
1: Of I, don't know. I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be a tough game, I think. What do they play? Do they play Saturday? Three. Do they, play, do they both play Stop. on Sunday? They both play on Sunday. 3 p.m. on Sunday. I was it's going to be Philly because, no, uh, I don't see. I think mean, cold
0: will also play up factor.
1: Bet in, his, bet in his weather. Didn't play a factor in Green Bay last year for the 49ers. I'm not. Yeah, but isn't it supposed to be snowy there? It was snowing in Green Bay. Yeah. There you go. snowed a lot in Green Bay. Um, but yeah. Oh. And then I'm going to go with the Chiefs and Arrowhead. Okay, Connor, what do you think? you <laughs> just a oh, Philly. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh. um, forgot. In case you, yeah. The unbiased opinion, we'll see. Yeah, That's, um, gonna say, yeah, Eagles are gonna win, I think. But I mean, 49ers gonna are
0: good. Be a close game or a blowout?
2: It'll be close. I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be
0: close. Um, Can I just say something about the Eagles real quick? This year has made me hate Nick Sirianni so much. Watching him celebrate on the sideline like that just shows how unprofessional he is.
2: Yeah, but it's different from all other coaches in the NFL just he's I think you could say he's embraced the Philly mentality too much, the Philly fans too much, because now he acts like a Philly fan. I think that's why people don't like him is cause he he's really I think he's embraced that town maybe too much.
1: He's might be what people think. He's wild I don't know.
0: He's wild on the sidelines. never seen where's the head coach.
1: I hope they run the table and I hope they win it all because it's gonna because people are gonna come after him if they don't. If, I mean, they should beat the Forty ers They should beat whoever they play in the Super Bowl if they get there. But if they don't get there, is gonna get trashed because it's just like you're in the playoffs. So are you like? I get it in the regular season, like you can act if, like if if you're beating people like that. But you're in the play. Like it's a different scenario. I don't. I don't know. He's very. I don't know. You know, there's how many teams do this? Well, it's 14. There's 13 other coaches that aren't acting like fools on the sideline. They won 30 each 7, though, so I guess being new, you won't want we need to do that. So back to the Chiefs game then. Yeah, um, unanimous decision, I think. It depends on the health of Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I, don't know. I guess, yeah, it does, but I think Kansas City's going to win this one. I think he gets his first winning. It's Joey B. Um And they didn't play that. I mean, they played good against Buffalo, I guess. They played pretty well. I mean, I think the Bengals have
2: a chance. I'm going to say Chiefs because I took the Chiefs whenever we did the whole thing beforehand. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'll stick with them. I'm not going to go back on it. Um, But, I mean, high, high ankle sprains don't just go away in a week. So he's going to have – I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he's – Proving he's the best quarterback in this league, and you expect, even with an injury, the best quarterback in the league still going to go out. He's still going to go out there and throw touchdown passes and run the game like he usually does. He's not going to run, though. He's not going to run. I mean, didn't mean literally run the well, game. I mean,
1: that's going to be taken away from him. Damn. Yeah. But
2: what? Mm-hmm. Like you have a guy like Travis Kelsey in there that caused problems. so
1: there you go.
0: Yeah, well, he, had, he had Henny on the side. Well, can 12 catches last week? As we think.
2: Um Yeah. Good time to be a Kelsey brother, but um yeah, I think I'll say I'll say Chiefs squeak out of this one. Um but yeah, what do you got them?
0: Um I think it purely depends on how the game goes. If it's a shootout fest. I think the Bengals win. If it's shootout. If it's because i just i don't know their offense has been crazy good as of late but if, i i think if the chiefs can get the stops that they need they'll for sure win so i don't know i feel like the chiefs are going to win i want the storyline of a kelsey the kelsey brother super bowl especially since jason is retiring at the end of the year uh wait he's retiring
2: not officially but
0: Basic... You,
1: you, you really think he's going to retire, yeah. How old is he? He's not, well, he's like thirty-two, thirty-three. I mean, that's going out of the top, I guess, as well. I wouldn't have thought that he would retire.
0: Uh, a lot of people think it because they drafted Cam Juergens last year, and then he's also been a hesitant the last couple of years on returning. But uh, I don't know. I think it would be a fun super rule to have, especially because it's like, it's not like the Diggs brothers. Where you know you get annoyed by the both of them. I think both Kelsey brothers are very likable, and picking a side would be. Wait, which brothers did you say? The our... Diggs, the Diggs brothers. I think they're. I I don't mind Stefan. I think uh, Trayvon is annoying, which brings their value down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I would go Kansas City for the reason of Kelsey Kelsey uh, Super Bowl. Now, I think it will be a fun matchup, both teams. I think that will be a better matchup than the Bengals and the Eagles and the Super Bowl, in my personal opinion. Yeah. I've
2: always said I want um, Philly to play. I'd rather Philly play the Chiefs because I don't know. I think if you beat, I mean, Patrick Mahomes already has that status. If you can beat Patrick Mahomes, like.
1: I don't know. People, they were talking of. Joe Burrow wins. they didn't call him the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but. I think you have some guys, wide receivers fans. That's fair, yeah. I agree too. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league by far. Not even close.
2: All right. Well, that is all we have for today's episode. We appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the From the Rafters. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week after the. Conference championship games. Hopefully, I will be in good spirits. Um, we're bringing Kevin Bowen to
1: you on that's next week. week. I don't know. We'll make it happen. I need to, he we're trying to we're trying to get him wants on. to do it. We're currently in talks. We're in talks, Kevin, Kev Dog. Uh, talk talk about, about the talk about, about the Colts. Tell, tell, tell our listeners who Kevin Bowen is. If you're, not uh,
0: if, you're if you're from in the Indy area, ten seventy the fan. He's on it. He's the man. Man. Legend Indie Sports guy. But, uh knows it uh has his insights with the Pacers, the Colts. So uh, you know, talking to him, especially as trade deadline comes up for the Pacers will be nice, seeing what he thinks will happen with the team and also
1: seeing the future of the Colts. I think that will be a big talking point with him. He's very excited. I mean he's pretty excited to come on. So hopefully we can just make it work with our schedule and figure something out and get get him on. It'd be cool. And then We kind of wanted to find someone, um, an Eagles person to come on, a Bears person to come on, talk some off-season stuff, hopefully talk um, uh, Super Bowl parade stuff maybe, see where the Eagles are at that point. But, yeah, got some exciting stuff coming up
2: for show. Yep, looking to get bigger and better things here on the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Once again, we'll see you all next week.
1: Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of From the Rafters podcast. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters for all updates and alerts you're not going to want to miss.